Welcome to the Groundbreakers podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and featuring innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. And in this episode, Nick Cherikuri, CEO and founder of Third Eye, shares the outlook and opportunities for the application of mixed reality technology in construction and how his company's smart glasses technology can improve efficiency, productivity, and worker safety on the job site. Let's dig in with Nick now. Nick. To start off, can you share some background about Third Eye and how the company came about? Sure. So my name is Nick Cherikuri and Third Eye is an augmented reality smart glasses and software company. So augmented reality is kind of the next generation of technology. Uh, we went from a computer to a phone uh, to a tablet and smart glasses are essentially a phone on your face and they let people be hands free. Uh, so. At Third Eye, we actually have a military DOD background. A lot of our team has come from uh, the military side, and a lot of technologies have evolved from the military first. For example, the internet uh, came from the military, uh, lasers, and a lot of advanced technologies came from the military first. So our team had some experience developing AR uh, for the Department of Defense, and we saw this as an opportune time to bring to market a commercial product as well, something that we could uh, sell into field services, a construction, engineering, even healthcare. So our team, we brought to market uh, a pair of smart glasses. It's called the X2 smart glasses, and they have some pretty advanced technical features and pretty solid price point. And we also develop software as well, for example, uh, remote assistance. So say a worker is in the field, they could wear the glasses and a remote expert could see exactly what they see. So essentially, we saw this as a great time that we could bring to market a product smart glasses product that uh, is small in size. It's something that people would actually use. And our team had extensive background in this space. And um, I think over the next five, 10 years, you're gonna see virtual reality and augmented reality really impact a lot of industries. Uh, and we're already seeing that right now, um, but we're really excited about where we're going. And um, I think we're continuing to develop new software and new uh, c- kind of customer requirements and needs. And uh, we, we're trying to uh, really enhance uh, the use of augmented reality in this uh, sector. Nick, it sounds like you have a lot of really exciting things to share about um, what you are doing. And before we get into that, I'd like to explore just a little bit. You, you mentioned that you thought that there were a lot of opportunities for, for what might be um, termed mixed reality solutions in the construction marketplace. Can you just expound on that a little bit and what some of the potential value is there for the industry? Definitely. So in the construction and engineering sector, uh, we're seeing, I would say, three really uh, important use cases for mixed reality. The first is uh, AR remote assistance. So this is essentially a worker is in the field, construction worker, and they may have a question about how to do a specific task, specific process, and they can wear the glasses and a remote uh, engineering expert could be sitting in an office, maybe 500 miles away, and see exactly what the glasses uh, frontline worker is seeing. So the frontline worker is hands-free, and they could uh, have live audio video communication. They can also bring up step-by-step instructions, workflow, um, being able to do image recognition, um, being able to recognize specific uh, objects, 
uh, um, screenshot and annotation, like drawing on the screen and showing it up on the glasses. So it's not just like a Zoom or Skype type video conferencing app. Right. It has a lot of other applications as well. So that's one popular application we're seeing in use. The second is uh, 3D CAD modeling. So this is a really at the cutting edge of mixed reality applications for engineering where uh, someone could wear the smart glasses, go to an on-site location and actually scan the location and make it into a 3D CAD model, either an STL model or any, any other CAD model format and export that back uh, to their uh, database. So this is really at the cutting edge of mixed reality. It uses a process called SLAM on the glasses. So SLAM stands for Simultaneous Localization and Mapping. It's the same thing that self-driving cars kind of use to understand their environment. And what this enables the glasses to do is recognize um, whatever you're looking at into a 3D model. And it makes it into actually really accurate, I would say about two centimeter accurate uh, model, um, depending on how small or large the target is. And you can scan anything you're looking at. Um, so this is something that is really useful, um, especially if you don't have an ex existing uh, target a database of objects. And you can also use this program to overlay CAD models onto the real world. So say you have a blueprint of uh, an on-site location, you could overlay uh, an existing CAD model onto the real world and kind of visualize your designs without actually um, having to build, out, build it out. So you can visualize it uh, firstly uh, wearing the smart glasses. So I would say the ability for AR remote assistance to help train uh, new workers, the ability to scan um, into a 3D CAD model, as well as the ability to overlay uh, CAD models and blueprints on the real world are three really kind of useful use cases we're seeing for the uh, construction industry. And, and it sounds fascinating, but I, I have to believe that a lot of people that are uh, seeing this type of technology for the first time, they have to be skeptical. Um, is there a specific uh, information or solutions that you can share um, or the technology behind it that might help to reassure them that this will do what, what it's, you're saying that it will be capable of doing? Definitely. So that's an, always the case with new technologies like these where you're at the uh, cutting edge and uh, you have to show the ROI and show that it actually does what we're saying it does. So from our team's perspective, the way we handle this is we have a really comprehensive onboarding and demo process where we go on site, we show them the software on the glasses and show how it works. And then we start like a pilot program and then we listen to their feedback such as like, hey, if we had this feature, it would be really great. And then our software team incorporates that feature and uh, wirelessly updates the glasses. So we actively listen to uh, the user feedback as well and try to make it as great of a user experience as possible. And there's definitely some improvements that can be done. Um, but I think over the past six, seven months, uh, we really incorporated a lot of feedback in terms of um, especially the 3D CAD modeling and the AR remote assistance. There's some uh, great features that were requested from us that we've done. And I think uh, the ability to work closely with customers as well as going on site and having a really good support program where you demo the features and help answer any of their technical questions, that's really important for using new technologies. And that's why our support team is uh, really critical and uh, we have all types of support. So uh, you can call us, you can, can come on site. And uh, I think so far uh, we're seeing some good feedback from some of our deployments. 
Right. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, and you, obviously, smart glass technology is still relatively new to the market space, but there are other models that are out there. What differentiates the X2 MR glasses compared to what else is available in terms of smart glass technology? Sure. So that's a good, good question. And right now, I would say there are two main uh, mixed reality glasses on market other than ours. One is Magic Leap, and the other is called uh, HoloLens. And Magic Leap, uh, it has a wired pack. So one really important feature, especially for engineers for uh, industrial certifications are really important, is you can't have any wired packs or any uh, wires hanging uh, from, from the headset. So to having the wired pack is a huge disadvantage for enterprise use, and our glasses don't have that wired pack. Um, the other one, HoloLens, it's about twice the size and twice the price of our glasses, so it's something that is harder uh, for companies that want to buy maybe 100 of these glasses to really scale these de deployments. So when we were developing our extra glasses, we listened closely to uh, customer feedback. So we made sure industrial certifications were really critical in terms of having ANS, being ANSI tested, um, being hard hat certified. We're able to connect to hard hats. Um, we're drop tested and we're hands free. So we put everything in the glasses. There's no fo phone you need or uh, wired pack or wired controller you need. So everything's all built in one. And obviously we want to make these glasses as smaller and smaller as possible and cheaper. And we're, our R&D team is working on the next version as we speak to make it even smaller in size and uh, cheaper. Um, but right now we do have uh, the smallest in size mixed reality glasses on market as well as uh, the lowest priced option. And we also offer like leasing options and we're trying to make it easy for our customers uh, to engage with us. Uh, so we, I think when we're designing our glasses, we really listen to, what customer requirements were, and we tried to incorporate as many as we could into the glasses. And uh, we're active, we're continuing to do that. So any software feedback we get, we're trying to incorporate that as well. Nick, we've, you went into it a little bit earlier, but can you kind of walk through how the glasses work on the job site? Sure, so just an overview of a typical use case of the glasses. Uh, so say you're at a construction site or workers on the construction site, um, they have a pair of glasses with them uh, for extra glasses. They wear the glasses. The glasses have three modes of operation. You can move the cursor with your head motion, like left, right, top, down. We also have audio commands. So you can say select or flashlight on or record or scan, and uh, it would do those functions based on your voice commands. And we also have gestures. And that's something where you can click like with your hands in front of the glasses. So there's different modes of controlling the glasses that uh, depending on what your user preferences you can do. Uh, so typical use case is say for our, our remote eye app, which is our most popular app that does this remote assistance and 3D scanning and things like that. Uh, you can wear the glasses and turn it on and you can, it immediately loads into the app. So there's not a cumbersome process. We want to simplify the usability as much as possible. So you, the minute you turn it on, it loads directly into the app. And then you can maybe see six of your team members on the glasses and you can call one team member, like call John, you get to give that audio command. And then the glasses would call and uh, John could be sitting in his office uh, far away and the notification would come up on his web browser and he could see exactly what uh, the worker wearing the glasses is seeing and do provide the instructions that are needed. 
Um, so the glasses have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built in. So anything you save or do on the glasses, it's saved into your cloud storage. So you can view it later easily uh, without um, needing to like manually download from the glasses. So I would say that's a typical use case of glasses. The glasses are used, I would say maybe 20, 30 minutes at a time. So they're not used like three, four hours continuously. So basically if, uh, if you need it for something, you turn it on, you use it for the task, and then you might put it uh, back in the uh, portable carrying case or connect it to a charger. Um, so it's really a task-based, we're B2B, um, and it's really a, for task-based services at, at the moment. But I would say that's one typical use case right now. It's really fascinating to me how this technology has come so far and been such a short amount of time and the, the capabilities that you're describing are, are pretty amazing. Now, can it also conversely be used to, to monitor the workers themselves? Yeah, so that's, we have a software called a mobile device management. That's basically what like a central IT or manager at a company would use. So say they have 50 workers uh, using the glasses. So that using this MDM software that we have you can manage all 50 glasses and workers. You can see exactly how much time they spent on the glasses every day, what they used on the glasses, which apps they used, and a lot of the user data and kind of uh, business analytics that is useful um, from a manager or like IT admin perspective or security perspective. So we do have that software built in and that's critical for any of our uh, enterprise deployments. I would say every single one of our business uh, deployments has uh, needed that software. So we offer that out of the box with the glasses. So it, uh, the software, we're not just a smart glasses company, we make this device management software as well as this remote assistance, 3D scanning and um, other software. So uh, it all comes out of the box with the glasses. Okay, so it's really kind of overall supporting all of the different capabilities and functionalities of the glasses and then providing the tools to be able to use the information that you're collecting. Exactly. Okay. So looking at the opportunities with some, the X2, but also with smart glasses and mixed reality in general, can you talk about where you see this going in future? Um, obviously, this is, this is very fascinating stuff. It has a lot of potential. Where do you see this going um, in the, the years ahead? Definitely. So I think uh, right now we're at the really beginning stages of smart glasses, just like the cell phone, I mean, 30 years ago. Um, right now, we're at the really early stages of smart glasses as well. So I would say over the next decade or so, we're going to see these smart glasses getting smaller and smaller in size until eventually they might look like a pair of eyeglasses, like a normal prescription eyeglasses. Uh, and the software is going to get more and more advanced. So with 5G coming out, uh, being able to utilize the really fast 5G low latency networks that will allow you to do these remote assistance calls, uh, 3D CAD modeling, 3D overlay, uh, really fast. So it will make the usability of the glasses much uh, quicker and easier as well. And I think the software is just gonna get more and more comprehensive. So right now, maybe, like right now we can display simple 3D uh, CAD models on the glasses, but in a couple years from now, we could display CAD models with like thousands and even millions of polygons in the, in the CAD models like really quickly visualized on the glasses without any lag or when you move your head around quickly. So this really cutting edge 3D visualization of your uh, BIM models, your CAD models, all, any of your uh, software that 
you want to visualize on the real world, I think that will become much more robust and advanced on the glasses. And this is really going to become a tool that will help save um, in in construction firms time and money. It's already, we're already seeing like a 40% savings in task time. So they're making back the cost of using these glasses within a couple of months almost by not having to send out a uh, technical expert everywhere. You can save a lot of human capital that way. And especially with the ability to view CAD models and going into the future, that will also help save a lot of uh, time and cost where you can maybe catch an error before you start uh, building out uh, the, uh, the location. So I think it'll, it'll just continue being, becoming more advanced and helping save even more time, money, and helping improve worker safety as well uh, for sure. workers on the field. Sure. I, the opportunities seem really exciting to me in, in terms of it, what it could potentially offer to the construction work site. I think the, the challenge that I, the industry may have is just in terms of acceptance um, and not perceiving this as kind of sci-fi, unrealistic technology for their, their job sites. Can you talk about what kind of education that you're doing or what needs to take place for broader acceptance of smart glasses technology in the work in um, the construction industry? Sure. So I think that's where uh, having a really uh, robust marketing support uh, content is really critical for these deployments. So on the content side, we make really easy to understand like video content, like this is how you use the apps. This is what the app does. These are uh, any uh, issue, common issues you may face. This is what you should do. So and our support team, we have dedicated support reps for all our customers. So if anyone has any questions, they can immediately call our support rep and ask them, uh, okay, this happened, what should I do in this scenario? And we make, we make sure to be really clear that this isn't like a magic solution for everything. Even though AR, it seems really sci-fi, it seems like Iron Man, and it may become like that in like five, 10 years from now. Right now in our content, we make really clear, like this is the accuracy level of a 3D scan, for example. So don't expect it to be even more accurate. This is how long it takes to generate a 3D scan. Uh, this is the battery life of the glasses. Um, so we definitely uh, make sure to be accurate about the specs for our technology and uh, make sure that the, uh, the end users are really clear about what the glasses can and cannot do. And I think that's really important to be on about and we're, we're careful uh, to make sure we do that. Um, but we're always trying to improve the glasses and listen to the feedback as well. And I think on the software side, that's something software is much uh, easier to improve on uh, than hardware. Uh, so I think on the software side, we're actively adding more and more features, more and more integrations with engineering software and uh, making it uh, even as useful as possible and listening to their feedback. So I think that's the approach that we're taking in. So far, it's uh, working out pretty well. Great. I think the last question that I really have for you, Nick, is if someone has an interest in learning a more, learning more about Third Eye and the X2 MR, um, where can they go to find that information? Definitely. So we, our website is www.thirdeyegen.com, uh, and feel free to send any inquiries you have to sales at thirdeyegen.com, and our team will uh, definitely reach out to you as soon as possible. And uh, we're happy to give you a demo. So even if you're just interested in a demo and may not be interested in using the glasses, our ha team is happy to give you a demo and gauge your interest and your feedback 
And we have a YouTube page as well with a lot of interesting uh, use case videos. So um, I think uh, we're happy to talk to you and we're seeing some really strong constru construction use cases and we're making some case studies and we're happy to uh, share that information with you and uh, hopefully help you integrate this great new technology into your processes and help you improve efficiency uh, and improve your worker uh, safety. And that's our goal for using augmented reality. Well, that's it for this edition of Groundbreakers. Thank you to Nick Cherikori of at Third Eye for taking the time to talk with us today. Be sure to tune in each week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. And thank you for listening. Until next time.